Safety, dependability, and power. Chevy Silverado isn't happy unless the work is hard and the day is long. No wonder Silverado is America's number one best-selling retail pickup truck. Go to ChevyDriveChicago.com and put a Silverado in your toolbox. Don't mess with Taylor Swift. She's a force to be reckoned with. Her fans, who knew that they would mobilize and encourage senators to actually force a hearing to put Live Nation's feet to the fire, so to speak. The Senate Judiciary Committee held a hearing titled, That's the Ticket, Promoting Competition and Protecting Consumers in Live Entertainment. It focused on the state of Live Nation entertainment and the lack of competition in the primary and secondary ticketing markets. We saw a lot of it. This is the CFO of Live Nation at those hearings. I do want to take a moment to address some confusion about what Ticketmaster and other primary ticketing platforms do and don't do. Primary ticketing companies, including Ticketmaster, do not set ticket prices. We do not decide how many tickets go on sale and when, and we do not set service fees. The recent on-sale experience with Taylor Swift, one of the world's most popular artists, has highlighted the need to address these these issues urgently. We knew bots would attack that on-sale and planned accordingly. We were then hit with three times the amount of bot traffic that we'd ever experienced. And for the first time in 400 verified fan on sales, they came after our verified fan pass, password servers as well. While the bots failed to penetrate our systems or acquire any tickets, the attack requires to slow down and even pause our sales. This is what led to a terrible consumer experience. I think there's a lot more that led to that terrible consumer experience, and it continues. And in my humble opinion, Ticketmaster tends to be one of the biggest ticket scalpers out there. Okay, now we'll talk to somebody that really knows something about it, and that is Jerry Michelson, the owner of Jam Productions, a co-founder of Jam Productions. Jerry grew up with Jam in Chicago. Always loved not only the music that you put on stages in Chicago, but the fact that you could buy a ticket at a reasonable price. Is that piece of audio from the CFO of Live Nation correct? Uh, Lisa, nice to, uh, speak with you. Um, it's, it's deceptive, let's just say, what, yeah. what, what, what Joe Burke told said, because they do control the ticket prices for their shows. So let's not, what are they, who are they, who are they trying to kid? The, yeah, because, yes, they, yeah. they control the ticket prices based on the guarantee that they offer. Yes. Right, because I'm trying to buy Springsteen tickets last summer, and uh, face value is somewhere in the couple hundred dollar range. I finally, after an hour, get through. You're in the queue. You're up next. The tickets that are available are $4,700 a seat. That is not the ticket price that Bruce Springsteen instituted. And when Berktold talks like that, I think people believe, like, well, then I guess Taylor Swift and Bruce Springsteen are greedy, and that's not necessarily the case. Well, let's just let's not forget that eighty percent of the concerts that are produced in the in North America are Live Nation shows. So uh, that says it all right there. And it has to do with the fact that Live Nation owns most of those venues, correct? Well, they own some of the smaller ones. No, they don't need to own the the arenas. They have the ticketing contracts at eighty seven percent of the uh, the uh, major NHL and NBA arenas, and ninety three percent of the football stadiums. So they can they they can do a lot with those ticketing contracts. They are a monopoly in your eyes, Uh, without a doubt. And uh, not just not just in in the way that we're talking about, but when you look at Jam's business. Over the course 
of the time that they started, um, we are losing. We, we've lost the arena level acts that we used to do all the time, which is our most profitable segment. And when I say arena level acts, United Center, you know, all state arena shows. And uh, we used to um, produce almost 100 a year. And once uh, SFX and Clear Channel Live Nation started, uh, we're down to um, an average of 7.4. We were at 100. We're down to 7.4 in the arena level um, type of show. That's devastating. So That's totally devastating. Yeah, yes. I mean, that's killing your business. That's pushing out all competitors. That is the idea of a monopoly. So when you were testifying before the Senate... They were saying, oh, this was an issue with bots, and we're sorry, we'll do better. But you said that's not the whole story. What is the whole story? Well, um, the company is, 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 is driven by its shareholders and bottom line, not the fans. And the story is that it was slowed down um, by Ticketmaster, so that they could increase the price of the ticket, because what happens is, uh, as I explained, there's two choices that you, with the way you set the show up. Either the fan has a can either buy best available, which is a lot quicker way to sell tickets, or pick your seat. And when you do pick your seat, it slows the process down. The people in line, you know, it feeds the the, the, the there's a feeding frenzy. So when the process is slowed down, it works to the advantage of Ticketmaster because they earn a larger fee off of a higher ticket price. So by slowing it down, people paid more because they were worried they weren't going to get tickets. So that was the other part of the story is that it was done for a a, a bottom line motive. Hmm. When Live Nation and Ticketmaster merged in 2010, there was an agreement that forbid Live Nation from retaliating against a venue for using a ticketer, a ticketer other than Ticketmaster. And then apparently there was an investigation by the DOJ, and then, you know, there was a, a settlement with the government. But it seems as if something has to be done. Do you think as a result of the hearings on the Hill last week that there will be action taken? And what do you think that will be? Not sure what uh, what action will be taken. Um, but the only way to protect the consumer and protect competition and stop Live Nation from leveraging their position from one market into another, the only way to do that is break it up. They should never never have allowed the merger, as I testified in 2009, and uh, for every reason that I said back then, it came true today, so they should break it up if they really want to protect everybody. Jerry Michelson is the owner of Jam Productions. So how does Jam do tickets? Uh, well, <laughs> whenever we go to most other venues, like the Chicago Theater, like um, the United Center, like the Allstate Arena, um, like the UIC Pavilion, um, it's through Ticketmaster. We have no choice. And so our competitor, uh, we have to sell tickets through their our competitor system, and they're making money off of our tickets, which means it comes back to haunt us and be used against us. So when you're doing a show at the Metro or the Vic or smaller venues, you can use your own ticketing service, or what service do you use? 
Well, typically smaller venues have um, uh, don't use Ticketmaster. So whether it's Access or whether it's Etix or whether it's Ticket Tech or, or Ticket Web, I mean, there's a number of other uh, uh, ticket providers out there. And uh, if you notice, there's a big difference in service charge between those venues and what you see at the larger ones uh, yeah. that, that are Ticketmasters, yes. And this dynamic pricing that was introduced, that, uh, you know, they, they seem to say that most of this is to prevent the resale, uh, that scalpers are buying up these tickets, as we know, that, you know, that, that was a big issue. That's always been a big issue. But the dynamic pricing, based on much like you would buy an airline ticket, is based on demand. And as you know, if you say tickets go on sale at 10 a.m., the demand is going to be enormous at that point. How how do we ever get away from that, and will we ever get away from that? Well, the problem started uh, with scalpers, and and if you re- I don't know if you remember, but scalping used to be illegal, right? And uh, then you had StubHub come in and uh, and 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 hire lobbyists at a great expense to um, to change the laws, and they changed the laws around this almost every state and um and and what happens is when the scalpers get the tickets the band doesn't see a penny of it so someone came up with the idea of hey let's let's dyna- let's price the tickets based on demand just like a scalper does but it goes into our pocket rather than the scalpers and that's the only reason that that occurred if you if if you if you get rid of scalping make it illegal i think you'll see prices come down do you think that's going to happen <laughs> I don't. I wouldn't be betting on it. But it, look, that's a solution to at least getting ticket prices to be more reasonable. Um, I think the other part is again to break up the monopoly because they pay so much. Live Nation pays so much for talent because they've got to feed the beast to keep the arenas busy uh, so that they keep their ticketing contracts at those same buildings. So it's it's hard for Jam Production, Stephen do a show with one of those big artists because they're beholden to Ticketmaster and Live Nation and and that whole group, one of which also Liberty Media, who's a part of that, also owns Sirius XM, so that involves airplay as well, I would imagine. Uh, I don't know that they mix airplay in there, but they might because they own DirecTV, um, I believe. But again, going from 100 shows down to 7.4 at the arena level is devastating for a- any company that's in the concert business. Well, for your business and for music fans around the nation, I hope that they are broken up and I hope this changes. Thank you for joining us on the show and giving us a little behind-the-scenes explanation. Thanks, Lisa. I hope I hope you, everybody was able to follow it because it's not that easy. It's it's a crazy business, but I know you're getting the raw end of the deal. So um, I Thank will you. fight tooth and nail to make sure that Jam Productions continues to succeed. Jerry Michelson, owner of Jam Productions. If you grew up in Chicago, you drew, you grew up with Jam and will continue to follow what happens as we wait to see what the Senate says. Steve has your news coming up next on 720 WGN. And then we check in with our consumer watchdog with U.S. Public Interest Research Group. Ford has recalled over 383,000 Explorers, Lincolns, and a few other vehicles. We'll talk about that. It's on the way. Lisa Dent, WGN.